0: I Read Comics, show number 50. Once again, in the mobile podcasting unit, and you know what that means, we've just seen a movie, and we're just coming back to talk about it. So, on the show, we have my wonderful, lovely, and talented co-host, Logan, and we also have a special guest, Logan's friend, Danger Mark, who just saw the movie with us, and thanks for coming to the movies. Thanks for having me. So, we just saw Spider-Man 3 in the movies, and first we'll say, big spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie yet and you don't want to know what happens, don't listen. Go see the movie, stop it right now, press pause, go see the movie, come back. You're
1: back! Oh, good.
0: I'm so glad. <laughs> so, first of all, they killed Harry! <laughs> I know. I'm so upset they killed I was, him. I was
2: pretty sad.
0: Oh, they killed him dead. They put him in the ground, right? He's yeah, dead. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, Spider-Man dead.
2: doesn't typically have people come back to life like that. <sighs> like, out of the grave, unless yeah. he's a, a no, Marvel this is, zombie. This, this isn't
0: the
1: X-Men. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not going to, like, take over somebody's brain, right? He's not going to be in Professor Xavier's head. <sighs> I'm very upset that they killed Harry. But
1: I was
2: glad that, you know, he died uh, after making amends with Peter.
0: Absolutely. So that actually was the best part of the movie, totally. in my opinion. Okay. So
2: I got a
3: little teary at that point. I'll be honest. It seemed a little. It seemed a little. It seemed a little canned. You know, a little Deus ex mm-hmm. machina. But, you know. I'm a sucker for that. In, in the totally. Spidey movies, they pull that every time, and I just love yeah.
0: it. So getting to see Spider-Man team up with his former enemy, his friend, Harry, all that, was just awesome. And I actually thought that they did a great job of fighting together. Yep. Like, in the typical Marvel style, they were both wisecracking, but fighting and yep. being really effective at the mm-hmm. same time. That was great.
2: I love them slinging each other around. Yeah! yeah. And then
0: they're both riding on his little hovercrafty yeah. thing. That was, that was cool. awesome! That was so good. <laughs> So, overall, I would say, my opinion was that this was a really weird fucking movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was all over the place.
0: It was every movie, crammed into two yeah. and a half hours. Yeah, it, was,
2: it had a lot to wrap up, or, you know, because it created a lot to wrap up. And it just felt like...
1: Uh,
2: the, and then at the very end, with, what's his name? Uh, Sandman. Sandman. It's like, okay, well, he's not really gone, and but he's the, it's kind of resolved, and they had to resolve it, because <laughs> they had ten minutes left of people's attention spans. <laughs> But, yeah, it was just... And then Mary Jane at the very end. Oh, let's resolve that, too, in 30 seconds. Just, they kept, yeah. Well, the yeah. Well, the whole movie was all
3: about, you know, not not keeping revenge in your heart, not keeping darkness in your heart. You know, Peter Parker goes over to his dark side. It's all very... It gets all mod. We can talk about that, too. <laughs> but, you know, and, and then at the very end, like, the whole... All the resolution was, like, everybody realizes that revenge is bad, and you yeah. should just love each other. And, you know, it gets tied up very, very neatly. <laughs> Except for Eddie.
2: Except for Eddie. Well, we're not sure he's... I mean, he looked like he He's pretty dead I don't know I don't know That's true. I mean, Venom Venom comes back in the comics. You know, I wouldn't be
3: surprised if there's like a drop of Venom left, and Eddie Brock's consciousness was stored in there somehow. Something, you know.
0: So I thought that Topher Grace was great. He was fantastic. He was so good in this movie. I was wondering if he was really going to be able to pull this off, but he was the perfect casting for that character. (laughs) Such a prick. (laughs) He was, but he was funny about it, and and really as smart as. And I realized one of the things that I think they tried to do, which I'm not sure was true in the comic, was that he was sort of the, the the, the amoral version of Peter Parker. I mean, he even looked like him a little bit. Mm-hmm. The clothes that he was wearing yeah. and the fact that he was a photographer for the Bugle, that he got the job that Peter always wanted. That he got the girl, he got Gwen, mm-hmm. who in comics is Peter's idealized woman. Right. So he was like this other version of Peter and then he became Venom, which was like even more symbolic. So it was nice that they kind of carried that out. So, you know, mm-hmm. if, if the real Peter Parker wasn't a dick when he was in Venom, <laughs> that's what he would be. He would be right. Eddie Brock.
2: Right. My, my favorite character was venom and just from the special effects and from the fighting venom was awesome
0: venom was very cool
2: yeah they did an excellent job i thought there had been more venom
0: there should have been more venom i thought the sand effects were also extremely cool Mm -hmm. in a very different sort of way like not in the scary way there were a couple really good venom jolts i thought when you don't expect him to be there like when um he his hand reaches down
1: yeah from above yeah Yeah,
0: and grabs spider-man that was really good
2: um i thought the, the the scariest moment for me was, uh, when Harry's in Mary Jane's apartment and just suddenly reaches out and you can kind of see an outline of a face, a silhouette of a face from when she walks in, but you're not really sure it could have been something else. And then suddenly it just like a hand reaches out and grabs her and that, I jumped. I was was right next to you. (laughs) It was was
0: awesome. It was very, very good. So, (laughs) so, so this movie was, um, it was a love story between Peter and Mary Jane It was a comedy in many parts. I thought the comedy was extremely funny. It was really good. It was a musical. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It was also an action-adventure movie. Um, It was also a total fanboy, geek-out comic book movie in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways, too. I mean... They, they still I think this is a good thing that in Marvel they continue to the Marvel movies they continue to put in all the nods that people absolutely expect them yeah. to
3: do I loved that Stanley finally had a talking role <laughs> yes and, and the, he got to say enough said and he got to say yeah. enough said I was like that's so awesome that was really
0: good um, and, but the fact that they get, kept in Kurt Connors and they made more of mm-hmm. um, a, a deal about his missing arm yeah, yeah. In the you movie could they showed
3: it quite quite prominently
0: yeah so that was cool so I think you were right we were talking before the movie about whether they were going to bring the lizard in mm-hmm. t- as a villain and I, I absolutely think they should I mean how could they have him in two three movies and not yeah. have him like be there yeah as he's, a he's set up for a fourth
2: movie yeah. I'm sure
0: maybe they'll tie it to the Venom thing since he got to have a little sample of the Venom
3: oh right mm-hmm. right so that could happen or you know we can see Carnage come up in the next movie they've got That's lots true. of places to go as long as the movie doesn't continue to get the reviews it's been <laughs> getting online <laughs> I, well
2: I have to say that I re- I think Mark we were talking Danger Mark I should say uh, before we before we got to the movie, and we were hoping, well, let's hope it's not X Men 3. Oh, man. And it kind of was. Like It kind of tried to throw a lot in. A there. lot in, in the same way X Men 3 did, and ended it way too quickly. The same way X Men 3 did.
0: Yeah, I just wrapping stuff up. I, that, I was, As I was walking out of the movie, I was thinking, wow. I really wanted to like this movie more than I did. Like, the parts that I liked, I really, really, really liked, and I thought that they were great, and then the parts that didn't work for me really didn't work, especially the ending. Yeah. So after all of the stuff that goes on, and, you know, the story arcs are more or less resolved, and he beats up the bad guys, and he saves the girl, and they don't get married, but that's okay. And then there's this very kind of um, melancholy scene when he reunites with Mary Jane, and then it's the end of the movie. and, And Everybody in the theater was like, oh, 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 you could just hear everybody talking. There was no applause. Nobody jumped up like they right. did at the end of Superman. Right. People were jumping up and down. Even in X-Men 3, there was some applause, I think. A little bit. There was... Jump- well, because
1: of the... the oh, the... the yeah, Final the scene.
0: The but the, this was all like grumbles of discontent. Yeah. Throughout the theater. I think people were not satisfied with that ending.
2: So, interesting point. Uh, scene I want to bring up was um, the 70s Pimp Daddy <laughs> five-minute... Dance <laughs> montage? Yeah, dance montage that... that Peter Parker, who's being influenced by the, uh, the symbiote, uh, does. I, I kind of felt, I mean, it was a direct tie back to the one in yes. version two where he's doing the uh, rain keep <laughs> falling on my head montage. And I thought it was funny, but it was, it's interesting. I was watching Spider-Man two, not too long ago. And I realized that that did that scene, which I, when I which I loved in the theater, didn't hold up.
1: Really? Like it suddenly
2: just became kind of cheesy two or three years later. And I'm, Guessing that this will happen too because it's cute the first time you see it, but then you're just—I I think that cheesy before the movie ended. It yeah. was it was like it was—he he gets all he gets so
3: so mad, all the fingers <laughs> pointing. I mean, it looked like Austin Powers for a minute. Yes. I would totally was like, this is a comedy. It,
0: it, it was—I mean, that was the thing about the the movie, and I felt like it was the movie walked a very very fine line between being a movie, and being a parody of a movie. Mm -hmm. And there were parts where it went way over that line into parody, and that whole montage was definitely parody. I mean, Sam Raimi knows how to to work that over-the-top stuff, and mostly it works, but then when it goes on for so long, you're you're like, is the movie starting to take this seriously? Mm
1: -hmm. And and
0: then it goes off into this other direction, so he has this funny montage of him doing this stuff on the street with the girls looking at him, giving him very strange looks, which I found very amusing. (laughs) And he gets his new... um, Oh look! There's a car alarm going
1: off.
0: Um, <laughs> then he gets a new suit and everything, and then he takes Gwen to the nightclub, and suddenly it's not really funny anymore. Yeah, you know, it's funny for like a minute.
2: Suddenly he's just a dick.
0: He's just a dick. <laughs> yeah, and he hurts her really badly and gets he hurts to both a of bite. them. Yeah, it, it's, and, he it's,
2: it's real, and, and he slaps scenery Mary Jane. The scene The hit that, Jane. the whole audience yeah, took a huge gasp.
0: I know. That was yeah. I, yeah, that wow. was, that was really bad. So it. I think it's very hard when you're doing that. You have to make very clean demarcations in a movie like, okay, comedy's stopping now. Yep. Now it's going to be serious. And I, I think everybody was confused because it there was no point at which the comedy stopped. Mm-hmm. It just kind of slipped over and everybody yeah. felt very uncomfortable and icky about it. So I, I think that was a mistake on his part.
2: I agree. It it was jarring, and it was very maybe jarring. it was supposed to be jarring, but it was jarring in the wrong way.
0: Yeah, it kind of took you out of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It, I think.
3: I mean, I think that that scene in the movie was sort of. Uh, it, the, the, it was very consistent in the way that, like, Peter, you know, Peter Parker gets this suit, and he sort of quickly becomes, you know, it feels very good, and then all of a sudden that good feeling gets starts to feel really, really bad. And the same thing with this scene, you know, where you're, you're sort of laughing and you're having a good time and you're feeling really good, and then all of a sudden it feels really icky. So, you know, while I don't think it was a very strong point in the movie, I think it was at least consistent with the character and, mm-hmm. and what the character was going through, and really gave the audience kind of a feeling of yeah. that That's high true. That's a good and point. slide into sort of an icky, icky low.
0: Yeah. Um, now... Um, Toby Maguire's eyeliner. <laughs> guyliner. Guyliner? Is that what it is? That
2: is. got to watch the uh, the Pete Wentz video on YouTube. People.com did a... Th- or People Magazine did a thing with him on how to apply guyliner. Yeah. and <laughs> With the hair, the bangs the pulled hair, down. Oh, my God. He was totally really emo.
1: So,
0: so that part was right over into parody. I mean, yeah. Clearly, they weren't trying to make him look like an emo guy. He was a parody of an emo guy, yeah. which was fine. And I thought that actually worked really well. Yeah.
3: It was like, you know, it was his plain clothes Venom costume.
0: Yes, it was. Mm-hmm.
3: That was the plain clothes Venom. That's what it was. The
0: email guy emo guy. Emo Venom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Although I didn't see him cry any, any, at any point when he was Venom.
0: <laughs> That's true. So there was a lot of crying in the movie. Yeah. But I didn't feel it was excessive or, or misplaced. No. Mm-hmm. Some people, ha- in the early reviews, we saw a couple yeah. of people had complained because there was too much crying. Yeah.
2: That's okay. I think it's fine. I mean, Peter cried when he got to talking about his uncle. and yeah. And, uh,. Harry, cried cried when when Harry, when died. Harry died. Everybody
0: cried when Harry
2: died. Right,
3: that was another scene that I felt was kind of a parody of a previous movie. The scene I thought they were they were going to end with him standing in the rain with the umbrella and mm-hmm. her walking away from the funeral, just like I think in the first the first movie kind of ended that yeah. way, mm-hmm. where you know she she kind of comes to him and he says I can't because he's just right. He's got this great power, great responsibility. He's kind of got to move on. He's a big man. And it was sort of reminiscent of that. In the same way, we're talking about this good feeling, bad feeling. That movie was sort of a good feeling, and then this one was sort of icky. And like yeah. you said, just people
2: felt incomplete about it. I have to. I, I think I wish that they had left the movie, ended the movie with Mary Jane walking away. Yeah. And not this quick resolve with oh, and then he walks above yeah. and extends his right, hand right, and she takes right. it and happily ever after sort of thing. It, I guess it just would have felt. More appropriate. We all know that eventually he's, you know, back with Mary Jane, off and on forever. But it, it would have left a kind of it would have if it would have been more impactful because it wouldn't have been what you expected, yeah. which is good in in a movie yeah
0: i think so i you know you gotta wonder if that was one of the things where that was the way it was supposed to end and then they tested it and then they said oh we have to put something else in to show more resolution
2: that's
3: actually that's that seems kind of right i feel like they probably tested it and then kind of threw that in at the end it just didn't seem like it fit with the rest of the movie
0: i I think that's right
3: you know and the movie that actually sort of reminds me of the pace of the movie i leaned over to logan in the in the middle of this and i said you know Wow, we're really getting off with a bang. They just started the movie, and all of a sudden, yeah. like, villains, and everybody's yeah. getting in the suit, and just, like, everything happens all at once. And then, sort of, the middle, there was just sort of a lot of the stuff that you sort of expect at the beginning, sort of the storyline mm-hmm. and the character building, and, you know, that stuff sort of happened in the middle, and there was this long stretch, and then the end, like, you know, like we've been saying, is just, poof, it was over. All of a sudden, there was a fight that got the girl, boom, done. Yeah. Everything's resolved. So the pacing was really... It just it had me on edge because it started so fast and then the whole movie was really slow. And I'm just
2: waiting for the fast to come back, and the fast came back and it was done. Yeah, I, I I think at the end one of the biggest things that bothered me, and I saw some reviewers who said this too, was that uh, Sandman says my daughter was sick. I was just trying to help her, and Peter then says I forgive you, but and he keeps looking at his daughter's picture throughout the whole movie. Okay, we get it. Your daughter's sick. That doesn't mean you can kill old men <laughs> in the middle of New York.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: think they adequately explain that. I mean, the first thing he says to his wife is, what does he say? I'm trying to remember. That was a mistake or that something. That was a mistake but, yeah. or you don't understand or something yeah. like that. And then we see actually the scene very differently from Peter's memory and then his own memory. Well, Peter never reason. saw
3: it, I don't think. No, no, the
2: first yeah, flashback, that. I think, was the, the commissioner or whoever, the police chief, mm-hmm. Mr. Stacy retelling the accounts of the, the witnesses, mm-hmm. which obviously were a little wrong from being from outside the uh, scene or whatever. But And so then we see, at the very end, uh, what's his Flint. name? Yeah, Marco Flint's perspective. And, or is it Flint Marco? It's Flint Marco. Marco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> who do we believe? Exactly. Right, that's right, it. Right. Like, what really happened? Yeah. Are we ever
0: really going to know? I don't know. Maybe that's the point. Maybe.
2: Well, if we don't know, then they can make up a new story That's spider and well, we can have another villain. <laughs> <the> red <laughs> Somehow. Um, By the way, it was actually Dr. Connor who's now lizard. He <laughs> <who> killed <laughs> <Dr>. your <laughs> uncle. <laughs> um,
0: so, one thing I noticed about this, did you guys see Dark man Yeah. This movie ended just like Darkman, if you remember, with a big fight in a scaffolding in a building, and, mm. there, and it was exactly the same sort of mix of sort of broad comedy stuff and wisecracking with some really intense scene action stuff. <laughs> so, felt like that movie came out a long time ago, and maybe people aren't that familiar, but it drew a lot. On Liam
3: Neeson's that. Big Break. I yeah, believe, yeah. I, I think
0: Sam really likes scaffolding.
2: <laughs> was oh, did he do Darkman? Yeah. That oh, was okay, his movie, okay, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It, it worked really well for the, the number of times that they were thrown into I-beams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was,
0: so I have to oh. say that I. I like the fact that Marvel movies are usually set in New York. Yeah. That was cool. There was a lot of New York in it, which I really mm-hmm. liked. I think it's great. There was a lot of destruction, but it wasn't gratuitous and wanton destruction, um, which was I thought was good. And I like when they can use the superpowers to do things like go in between buildings and yeah. not smash the buildings to pieces yeah. every single time. Because that gets really boring. That was one of the things in Ghost Rider that I think you and I both noticed was the mass destruction. <laughs> Just like buildings and, and cars streets and buses and, yeah. and streets and everything was cars on fire. And just like, okay, enough, enough, enough. Stop blowing things up. So the violence in this was more contained, I thought. And then, you know, the big violence at the end was on a building that wasn't even finished yet.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of true to the Spider-Man story. His whole thing is that, you know, he's, you know, like, like Batman in some ways, he just doesn't kill people. Mm -hmm. His whole thing is, you know, he's a good guy and he wants people to be good and Mm -hmm. bad people should be put away or reformed or whatever. And, you know, and that's, and, and it's, you know, it's true to that, that he was going in between buildings and not mm-hmm. breaking everything down. Although there were a couple of scenes where there was, you know, lots of big rubble falling. There were a couple of scenes where you saw some stuff hit people. Yeah, I like, know. Ooh. Oh I my was, God. I know. I was kind of surprised I totally was taking it back. That. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was good. Uh, but I couldn't help thinking. So at the one point where um, Mary Jane gets kidnapped by um, Venom and Sandman and he has to go ask um, Harry for help and Harry turns him down and I thought, why doesn't she just go to the Baxter building? Right, right. Probably not doing anything right now. They could help him.
3: And didn't they find Venom in the first place? Wasn't it an expedition they went out into space? From what I read um, on Wikipedia today, (laughs) was that
2: Spider-Man brings it back from some trip he's on in space? With the Fantastic Four, it might be with Fantastic Four, but he brings the symbiote back with him unknowingly or something. It said this time he brought it back with him on his scooter. (laughs) <laughs> Space, scooter, you know. Sparing from a meteor enough. that happened to hit and not make a
3: very big splash. Oh, right. just, you know, no, just nearby them. Just went right there. That was
0: good. I was glad that they kept a lot of the elements from the previous films, like his crappy little apartment mm-hmm. and yeah. the, the weird landlord and Ursula. I She's so Ursula. cute <laughs> she's so funny. So that was nice that yeah, they kept that yeah. intact. And um, I, I think... They've done a good job with the Anne May character also. You know, it could have gone a little too far into the sappy stuff, but Yeah, she's, she, cool, she's she good. She played a
2: small part, which was nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. I thought one of my favorite... I was hoping for a little more uh, James, James Franco and uh, his, his underwear, but it was good enough. You know, there was that one scene. <laughs> there was that
3: one scene, yeah. <laughs> oh, I man. actually... I thought uh, J. Jonah Jameson... And, and, uh, what's his, I forget the
2: actor. Oh, name. I can't
0: remember his name. He's awesome, though. Something
2: he, Simmons?
0: Yeah, James Simmons. James Simmons. He's wonderful. Yeah. He he just is that character. He,
2: he's <laughs> so good.
0: And and the comedy stuff with with um, Betty Brand, who's also <laughs> very funny. I, yeah. I love the way they've brought her to life. And then, of course, as people know, since it's a Sam Raimi movie, it's full of the usual suspects. as so brother Ted, who is the guy doing the the whiteboard thing about right. Uh, wow and right. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Bugle uh, is, the Bugle
3: is. It's it's it's
2: wow and how. Right? No, it's like, like it's hip. It's,
0: Hip, young, and and wow, and how. (laughs) That was so
2: funny. I couldn't help but think of, you know marketing meetings or exactly, PR meetings where someone's actually <laughs> selling this stuff.
0: <laughs> but he was doing it in the exact same way. I came up with this part. This part was the other guy. Yeah, and if you want a lesson on again. how to not
2: do good meetings, watch
3: this movie.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then, of course, Bruce, the French, Cam- yeah. the Bruce Campbell. Oh. I, I knew that was his voice. Like, immediately, the first word he said. That was fantastic. I love Bruce. He's so good. <laughs> he can act with his eyebrows. It was just wonderful. And that just went, again, right over into parody, like the whole Three Stooges kind of thing happening in the background when they're supposed to be Bruce the champagne.
2: And, and didn't Sam Raimi do the uh, Army of Darkness? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That, that he did. Really and incredible. you know, as an aside,
3: I think that the Marvel Zombies issue that's out now on the cover oh, is Spider-Man Army of, and, Army, and Army, Army of Darkness. Darkness. That's yeah. right. So huh. there's a lot of synergy that's happening awesome. there, yeah.
0: Which is really good. So I was glad to see that. And uh, I thought the you know, the one weird thing about this movie um, that, I'm not sure, because I haven't read Spider-Man regularly for a long time. Like I was reading Ultimate for a while, and Uh I got sick of it because I hate the art. But I stopped reading regular Spider-Man a long time ago. And the thing about Spider-Man, when I was reading it um, in 1865, was that um, (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man was never a hero. Because nobody ever saw him really solving crimes and putting the criminals away. And J. Jonah Jameson lived to make him into a villain. So there were never parades for Spider-Man. He never got the key to the city. And it's interesting that they really flipped that. He was always the, the hero who was the anti-hero. Nobody, he never revealed his, his secret identity. Nobody knew who he was. Right. And, and here in Civil War. He, well, and it's like I'm saying, ancient history. But yeah. that was his whole thing, was that he, he nobody knew that he was a hero. He was always getting hassled by the police and always having to prove that he wasn't the guy committing the robberies, that he was yeah. trying to help.
3: He was—he—he's like the everyman, you know. Yeah. He, he was—he not wasn't Superman, you know, who, who flies around. Exactly. And then he's sort yeah. of always still Superman, even though he's Clark Kent. He's always still Superman. Peter Parker has to figure out when to go shopping. He's got to go pick up on May. Like he's yeah. a regular guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's got
3: to deal with this stuff.
1: So
0: I just thought it was very weird that they—they they totally spun that yeah. around into him being on the cover of all these magazines and newspapers. They give him the key to the city. I mean, that's not Spider-Man. No, you're right. Really. The classic
3: Spider-Man. He was just—he was vilified constantly by the bugle That was the only paper he ever saw. Right. In the old, I mean, <laughs> there, there was no either. other new york paper and the comics you know and and he was just he was a villain all the time and he just had to deal with that and continue to do good in the face of it
0: yeah so uh, an interesting choice i I wonder you know what the fan community is gonna say about that about taking that and twisting it and then for a while because when he's got the venom suit on people don't really recognize it as him or maybe he's not doing as much good and then it starts to go back into oh maybe spider-man's a villain but then he's a hero again well
2: because of Eddie Brock too. Yeah,
0: because of Eddie Brock. So, so now, assuming that things are consistent with the movie, everybody knows he's Peter Parker because he ran around with his mask off enough in this movie that oh, people yeah. could see him. Yeah, I mean, he's standing on top of a building at the ceremony with and his mask There's cameras
3: everywhere. I mean. And
0: then yeah. he, I mean, he just gets unmasked far too often for for that. I understand they have to do that because you need to see Tobey Maguire being yeah. Spider-Man and not the guy who does the stunts in the suit. Right.
1: <laughs> the body double. The body double, right. So you,
0: you need to know it's really him. But it just felt like they were taking his mask off way too often.
3: Yeah, there was a scene where he was leaning over. I think he was leaning over right after Harry hits Harry in the head. They're going through the alley and he, and he knocks him down. He kneels down next to him. I think there was there his shirt was kind of open, it wasn't wasn't that ripped under there? I, I, was, I
2: was taking a peek. It looked like there was a little flap under there. I don't know. Well, given his little double chin he's got <laughs> going on, it's he's not the the fit body double that's for sure. It's,
0: it's, it's good thing his Spidey suit has built in abs. Yes. <laughs> I think you know. I need a suit that has built in abs. <laughs> if it fit in
3: abs. Maybe they sell that at the store where you got his nice black emo <laughs> suit. <laughs> And his chemo haircut. <laughs> and his, his
0: guyliner. They saw it all at the same store, right? Probably. Just a makeover. You yeah. just go the go.
3: makeover. Yeah. The Spidey
1: makeover, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: th- so, I thought that the Mary Jane storyline was really interesting, but again, it really didn't get resolution in yeah. the way that it should have, because it started off being very serious and interesting, because I'm not sure that they've ever really dealt with that much in the comics that... You know, she has this life other than him, which is why I love her as a character. And in the early Spider-Man comics, she didn't really care about him that much. She was like, she had everything going on. You know, she was modeling and she's having mm-hmm, fun. And mm-hmm. if they, she, you know, was always like bugging him. Let's go out sometime. But she had other things to do. Yeah. And to, to see her in this movie really struggling to to get her career off the ground and him totally not paying attention and saying, oh, I know exactly what that feels like. She's like, no, you have no idea what it feels like. And, you know, having her go through all that, but then there was never the scene where he said, you know, you're right, and I'm being a jerk, and I need to listen to you, and just never. never yeah, he
2: happened. had this somewhat of a realization when Harry tells him yeah. at, the, at the coffee break, right, right. you know, oh, she didn't tell you that she lost her job, her gig? And, he, it, I mean, it affects him, but he's not, uh, yeah, you expect them to be a little more blown away. Yeah. That, oh, I, I don't know this woman. Or I'm not paying attention, or whatever it is. And something,
0: yeah, just verbalize yeah, it.
2: I, I, I kind of liked the aspect of her being used by Harry uh, when Harry gets his memory back. So, <laughs> so I liked that she had to go through this, and that she had to lie to Peter and break up with him. What I didn't like is they didn't really build on that yeah. too much. I mean, it could have been like the hardest thing she ever had to do, lie to Peter, and then watch him think that she's telling the truth, and her, her best acting gig that she's ever done or something. And they didn't and really go very it didn't far. didn't really that. go deep into that, and that bothered me. Um, I also thought the whole Harry memory loss was a little silly.
0: It's funny. Weren't we just talking about memory loss with cartoon char- comic book characters?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so... It's like it's the same thing with amnesia on soap opera yes. characters. It's like okay, everyone does it, we get it, you can there, do it. But there,
3: there are a whole bunch of like emotional Deus ex machinas in this movie. There's yes. the amnesia; everybody yeah. sort of feels better at the end. Like a lot yeah. of sort of quick shifts.
2: I have to say, the, I actually, while I think James Franco is pretty, um, he, he was the worst actor in this <laughs> in this movie, and it was sad to see the character Harry die. But James Franco was really bad. The, the Plastered on smile when he was supposed to be happy because he doesn't have a memory and and all, everything and then when he even got evil again mm-hmm. just didn't work for me and I felt sad because you know he's he's good and he's part of the franchise but it didn't really work and yeah I hope for more
0: I think we all agree he's just not a really good actor no <laughs> you know and, and we have to work with that that's <laughs> what it does. Um, so one more thing about Mary Jane don't you think that if you were Spider Man's girlfriend you would get really tired of being dropped off of buildings by villains. Oh, yeah. and this man. is like the third time this has happened where somebody tried to drop her off a building.
2: Let's see, Doc Ock had her, right? Yeah. Who was in the first one? Uh, I mean, how oh, was yeah. it? Well, it was uh, the- Green Goblin. Green Goblin tried yeah. to drop
0: her off the bridge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Was, like, and yeah, he has to, to choose
3: like the bus or yeah, the... yeah, right. And he, chooses both. And he chooses both.
0: And he chooses both. So I, I think I would get tired of being dropped <laughs> off of tall structures <laughs> after a while. I, I would go-
3: definitely want a superpower out of it. Yeah. Like at the yeah. end, you know, give her a suit, something. Totally. A parachute. <laughs> Make maybe she, the parachute at maybe all times. she can take the Green Goblin stuff now that he doesn't need oh, it anymore. Oh, that's true.
1: That's true.
2: Like or Bernard or will take it. <laughs> Bernard, the, the butler. Good.
3: You know, I I back to something you said about. I think what I what I noticed is that they used Mary Jane and like the relationship with with Peter Parker. They used that to tie in you know all the villains the villains sort of they went after her or you know he went after them because of his emotions around her his, uh, like her her emotional state with peter is what c- brought all these villains in and and you know got him up to the clock to uh, clock to the bell tower and got rid of the venoms all of this stuff sort of drove a lot of the plot and then as soon as they didn't need it anymore because stuff was already in motion she dropped off like yeah. you said it, they didn't really go anywhere with it because at that point they had all the villains everyone was angry. They didn't need her anymore, so yeah. they, they didn't really go anywhere with it, which was disappointing. Yeah,
0: and and they do the thing which um, is just so typical of, of um, I don't want to say comic books, but most entertainment where there's like a woman as a secondary character is that her, her the woman in danger is the motivator for the guy, and it's yeah. not because he's really, I mean, he does love her and all that, but it's really about don't touch my stuff. Like, that's my mm. woman. And mm. you touch her, and then I'm going to get mad at you. Yeah. And it's not that I want to save the city, or I want to do good, or anything like It's, you touched my stuff. Mm. Which is absolutely the way it is in this movie, because James Franco doesn't say, I kidnapped your girlfriend, and I'm going to kill her if you if you don't do X, like whatever X is. It's, um, now I'm fucking your girlfriend.
1: Right. right. And that's what
0: makes him mad. She's mine person. now. Yeah, she's my stuff now. mm like, okay, thanks. Thanks and for then at the end, stuff. And
3: then at the end, they both agreed to share her. Yeah, 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 which okay, is... Okay, we'll share well, the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was a little Absolutely. misogynistic in that way.
0: I, I agree. And and I don't expect that this movie to change a trope that's been around forever, but it's kind of depressing to see them just recycling that again, you know, that that's what Mary Jane sort of gets reduced to, because she could be so much more of a character. You know, yeah. I, I I don't like Gwen Stacy as a character, and I never did. Right. Um, because I always felt that that was her only role in the Spider-Man comics was to be the stuff. Yeah. Because she was so pretty, and she was Captain Stacy's daughter, and he was so in love, and she was so wishy-washy and girly. She never had a life of her own. Mm -hmm. You know, she never did anything but look after Peter and wonder why, you know, he wouldn't notice her or why she didn't have the guts to say, I like you. Whereas Mary Jane was doing stuff and having parties and dating other guys and making money and taking care of her grandma and just, like, doing everything. And there was Gwen. So passive.
2: I kind of had hope to see Gwen die in this movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought, I wondered if they were going to do that. Yeah. she was actually okay in in this movie yeah. as a character. You know, especially
2: when she she. I love the scene where he uh, Peter's making this big spectacle and dancing with her in mm. during Mary Jane's um, jazz set, and and she he looks up and she sees him and she says, "This is all for her." Yep. And and Gwen just said, look, walks right up to Mary Jane. I'm sorry, and walks out. That was great. Fantastic that was really I really, really good. appreciated it, that they wrote that that way yes
0: I, I was it did
3: really redeem fun. her character because up until that point she was just sort of like you said, just sort of this goo goo gaga pretty thing, mm-hmm. especially it with the... it wasn't that smart, you know they kind of made fun you know she's in this mm-hmm. class, but she's not that smart and
2: well, especially with the uh, the kiss that yeah. just that was i mean that was put there to make everyone pissed
1: yep, yeah,
2: especially the way they did it. he was upside so, down uh, she pulled yeah. the math down exactly yeah,
0: exactly. So, I think that they just, they have a really hard time doing things with the the women in these movies to make them be the women that they could be. Yeah. You know, it's much easier to stick with the easy stuff and the stuff that people are really familiar with and try to, like, break any new ground. Yeah. I think we talked about that a little bit with X-Men 3, like, what they were trying to do with Storm. And they did succeed to a certain extent, but they could have done a lot more with that mm-hmm. and really made her be... <clears throat> not the one that's scolding everybody at, right. the, at the school, you know? I think
2: one of the things we commented about X-Men 3 was that it was too many characters, too many storylines, li- story not really? enough time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing here. Mm-hmm. You had three villains, or two and a half, because Harry becomes good. <laughs> um, you have a couple of good guys, because Harry becomes good. and <laughs> It's just a couple of girls. Yeah. It's all over the place. Yeah, there and were a lot of people. It's ri- and and then you have like six or seven different characters, and some of them are good, some of them are bad, some of them are both, and then you like have their storylines all crossing paths. It's it's, it's it's you don't have enough time. It's a melee. Yeah. Yes. I
3: mean, it was really challenging to keep track.
0: Yeah, I I agree. It felt and it felt like there was probably stuff that got cut out as mm-hmm. well. You know that there might have been other subplots or other resolutions to subplots that we weren't just not seeing because yeah. they didn't want to the make the three Sand hour thing. movie.
2: Yeah. I, I, I'm sh- I would be shocked if they didn't have a little bit more that they filmed about Sandman and his story because it, it was so he was just there for special effects
1: yeah
3: which, we said at the beginning, and I agree fully, were so cool. Yeah. The very, like, when, when you know, he, he's in the proton accelerator. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, is, is is in a loosely defended area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sort of hops the fence, and all of a sudden the police and their dogs also hop the fence. Like, oh, there's a proton accelerator. Wonder, <laughs> let's jump in there. You know, and, and, uh, and but the scene where, you know, they, they go back down to the sand. You see the sand sort yeah. of unju- moving around. It looked like, you know, really beautiful water. It looked like they took sort of, you know, really incredible water effects Mm -hmm. and made it look like sand. It was just really beautiful.
0: Yep. I I like the sand effects. And the sand blowing through the the streets Mm. in that big cloud with, like, insects or something. That was That Mm. was really cool.
2: I I thought that the, one of the blog comments I sent both of you, I think, where it's the 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 scientists talking about, hey, there, you know, start the spinny dust thing. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see some dust spin in a circle. And then they say, sir, I think there's a, there's a, Live live being in there. No, it's just a bird, he'll fly away. That's what you said last time, and <laughs> they didn't even. And they were try. like, "Hey, he's spinning dust." That's exactly what it was. What the hell were they doing? They
3: didn't even try to explain what they were doing. They're like, "There's dust spinning, and there's lights, and there's legs coming down, and and, uh, and it, make, it gives, makes him a mutant."
2: See, that's the part that I feel that's really, <laughs> like, really helpful. We know how Spider-Man got his powers. We know how Doc Ock got his powers. We know how there's a lot of Venom got his powers. There's science, we, it's science. But we we have everybody's powers understood. What? What about Sandman? Just, I mean, what, what was the experiment? Something.
0: Spinny dust. Spinny dust. The spinny
2: dust experiment. Yeah, they didn't really explain that at all. Yeah. It really bothered me because he became a totally flat character because of that and other reasons. But yeah, what was his origin? We don't know, and that that bothered me a lot.
0: Spinny dust thing. Let's know. see some dust spin. It was a cool. Yeah, I mean, like in somebody's was... backyard, it was so lame. <laughs> 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 <Come on. laughs> but, you know, it was really weird the, the way they said it. They said, he's out in the marshlands. Where are the marshlands around New York? Like, were they in Secaucus in New Jersey? <laughs> Suddenly they were, you know, 70 miles away. That's on foot. On foot. On managed, foot they On foot. He ran to the marshlands they, from New York ran City. ran to Secaucus. So that's where they were. Out by the Meadowlands there looking for Jimmy
1: Alpha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true. But it was cool. It was a cool spinning thing. So, um... Yeah, it was... You know, I was waiting. I was waiting for this at the end. Um, so they find out that they can disable Sandman and then kill him with water. Mm-hmm. And then it, and in the big fight scene at the end, um, the Hobgoblin is cruising around all those big water towers that they have yeah. on of Buildings in New York. And he I was like, right okay, let's it. pour some water on him. Like, yeah. why doesn't Spider-Man tell him, hey, knock over that water tower? And that never happened. My
2: favorite ending that they could have done with that was pour a bunch of water on him and then throw the bombs yes. the, on him and ha- explode him into a bunch of mud. That would have gone
0: everywhere. It would have been
2: fantastic. But instead, he it lives on and he just kind of... What did they do? Oh, they hit him with a bunch of bombs. Is that
1: it? Yeah, they threw, at, I mean, they threw bombs at him, and which never collapsed. worked before. Well, yeah, right. so, was- so
2: I read an interesting thing on Wikipedia about Sandman. Or, yeah, I think So apparently... The first time he appears, he's the first villain, I think, oh, that yeah. appears... The, uh...
3: oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I read this comic, actually. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, maybe you told me about it, and I think I might have read it, but the way that Spider-Man, he's a teenager, he's in high school, and Sandman's all over the high school, and they can't stop him. The way he stops him? A vacuum cleaner. Uh-huh. It's like, what? <laughs> this guy's <is> uber-powerful. <laughs> and you... you... Capture him in a vacuum cleaner. So very small space. It's very
0: vacuum cleaners were very high tech in
2: 1966. Okay, maybe maybe it was a Hoover.
3: (laughs) Actually, the one I was thinking of was I I mean, I used to read Spider-Man way even before McFarlane reinvented the character. Uh, My favorite way that he ever got the Sandman was tricking him somehow into a cement mixer.
1: That's kind of cool. Yeah,
3: and then so he got all mixed up with the cement, and, and
2: it yeah. was like being in stasis. Yeah, basically. Well, and then you know, obviously he came back later because yeah, he got out of it. Yeah. But so they they kind of did that with uh, Doctor Doom and X uh, and Fantastic Four. Yeah, so they couldn't really solidify him, I guess. Yeah, they're running out of ways to kill (laughs) villains,
0: I guess. Um, So, but it was really cool that they were true to a lot of what they used to have in the comics with Sandman. That he would basically try to punch people in with these giant sand fists and turn his fists into like hammery things. Yeah, that was cool. So I I was glad that they kept. It was a little retro. I thought a lot. So a lot of punching in this movie. Mm -hmm. Much more so than whacking with with weapons. It was all punching.
2: My biggest question: What, What happened to Spidey Sense? Yeah. Not once did his spidey sense go off and warn him to duck or jump or something.
0: Yeah, it was Mary Jane going, look out behind (laughs) you.
2: What? That,
0: what?
3: (laughs) Maybe his uh, hormones are kicking in again. I don't know.
0: know. No. But i got to say, speaking of punching, that I did enjoy the punching fight scene between um, emo Peter and... and, uh, Harry, Harry, evil Harry. That was actually that pretty, was pretty good.
2: That's cool. You know,
0: because they were both sort of like really evil looking, and they're really smacking the shit out of each other. Yeah, that was that was interesting.
2: I think that I really
3: that actually Spidey sense. Their, their Spidey Sensors, because at the end, James Franco throws that bomb that's at him, right. and he's like,
1: and just yeah, grabs that's it, true. and
2: just whips it around. I guess and he I don't, back. they don't use the same effect that they used to in the previous two movies, yeah. where they slow it down. slows down, and he tingles, and he turns. And that was my only issue. Is.
0: They should start doing it like in the comics, and just have like animated wavy lines. Yeah. <laughs> and,
2: ooh, I <laughs> really <laughs> like that, in the same way that um, Harry's dad dies getting impaled by the mm. glider. Mm-hmm. That's how Harry dies. Yeah. And the snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> right, the, that snow the crash. The <laughs> snowboard. It kind of felt it was like more like Snow Crash. Yeah, yeah totally. It was YT. <laughs> and even his suit looked a little more like Snow Crash. Yeah. Um, but I like that, and I liked that he did it to save Peter. That mm-hmm. just felt really good. Mm-hmm. It really redeemed Harry mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I thought it was a little... Again, another quick resolution. Bernard walks up. I've seen a lot of things in this house. First time Bernard even appears. Where the
0: hell did that come from? And then he's like,
2: oh, I know everything that's going on. Your father wasn't killed by Spidey. He was killed by himself.
0: And you couldn't have told me that, like, I don't know, three months ago or something? Right, you couldn't Or or he fucked up my
2: face. Right, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that felt... Yeah, and suddenly he was there helping Peter right after that. Yeah. It's like, where was his angst? Where was his grappling with the new information? I don't know. We didn't have much time here. We had, he had <laughs> 10 minutes. left The <That's laughs> movie he
1: had right. out there. <laughs> what page of the script are we on? Oh my god, I think we're out there.
0: So, um, well, I think um in general, I, I will say that I said before that this was a weird fucking movie. Yeah. And there were parts of it that I really liked and there were parts of it that I didn't like. I think I'd like to see it again, not in the theater, right. but maybe see it on DVD and, and kind yeah. of go through it a little better. Maybe
2: with some, you know, deleted scenes. Yeah, that, that might actually help. And more popcorn. I should have gotten more pumped. <laughs> 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 it you did all I I I'm looking forward to Transformers. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so
0: the trailers. We saw... Well, we didn't we did see, we see Transformers. It, but um, in the lobby of the, the movie theater where we saw it, there was a big Silver Surfer thing, which was yeah, very statue. cool. There he was, life-size. Yeah. So they showed a, a Silver Surfer trailer, which is, is the same, same one? one that's so the, online. The one that I'm looking
3: forward to the most, which is actually not a superhero movie, was Across the Universe. That, that, looked like, that
0: So that's a movie about drugs and Beetle music, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> or yeah, or something. I mean, it looked <laughs>
3: heart-wrenching and, 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 and very beautiful, really right, artistically, yeah. well, you know, interesting.
0: Yeah, it looked a little crazy. So that yeah. was cool. We saw the Fantastic Four one. We saw the Penguin one Many again. Many times. Um, and Trek. And Shrek, Trek right, the one for meh. Shrek Yeah, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. But the Transformers thing was in, but where we were standing in line, and that looked pretty cool. I, yeah.
3: I think, actually, maybe one of my high points of the evening was watching the gingerbread man poop an M&M. <laughs> 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 that was actually pretty funny. That was,
2: that was good. Yeah, so Fantastic <laughs> Four 2... No, they're doing a Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Uh, looking forward to that for Chris Evans and Jessica Alba again.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, also, Reed Richards looks a little different. He He's looks got a little more gray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is good. Uh, and Transformers, I'm hoping those are the movie. Oh, and we saw Harry Potter. Sorry, right. Harry Potter. Which, yeah. If you haven't seen it, and maybe uh, Lena, you can link to this um, the two minute trailer that's on the web. So good! I can't <laughs> wait for this movie.
0: Salivating.
2: <laughs> so, those are the three I am looking forward to this summer. Okay,
0: that sounds great. Well, um, that's our review of Spider Man Three. And um, let us know what you thought about it. And I am sure that the, the firestorm will continue to rage on the interwebs. Um, so, you should go see the movie. It's, it's probably worth seeing. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I am glad I saw it. Yeah. All right.
0: Cool. All right. Till next time.
1: Spider-Man Does whatever a spider can Spins a web, any size Catches feet, just like flies Look out, here comes the Spider-Man Is he strong, Lives and blood He's got radioactive blood Can he swing from a thread Take a look, overhead Hey there, there goes the Spider-Man In the chill of night, at the sea of a crime, by the street of lights, he arrives just in time, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, welcome fame, he's ignored, action is his reward, to him, life is a great big hang wherever there's a hang you'll find the Spider-Man,